You are welcome to the podcast of Dominion Chapel International, the special place. We are a church that believes in pure worship, unadulterated word, and family. Be enlightened as you listen to this message. This is our month of what? Activating the mind of Christ. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So we are still dealing with the mind. Amen. And this evening, I'm privileged to bring God's word to you. Amen. Let's celebrate our daddy, our bishop, with a clap offering for the privilege. Thank you, sir. Let's celebrate mama. Mama is in the house. Oh, glory to God. And so we are still dealing with the mind. Amen. Um, in thinking about this evening service, I was having a personal reading. And there's a book I was reading that really stirred my spirit man up. Um, one thing about, about the kingdom is that um, the graces in the kingdom are meant to stir up other graces. Hallelujah. So you remember that in the book of Luke when the angel appeared to Mary and um, told her about the impossible that as a virgin she was going to be found a child and after the angel had declared that seemingly impossible uh, event the angel also referred to her that uh, your, your sister Lizzie also is in the realm of impossibility but something has happened. So, you know that Elizabeth was beyond childbearing age. Mary was at the stage where that can happen without a man. So, God now gives her a reference. The Bible says that when she met Elizabeth, the child in Elizabeth's womb leaped for joy. Deep, call it unto deep. So, one of the reasons why it is good to always be in the garden of the saints is that every saint by their dealings with God, by their work with God, has tapped some realms in God that are supposed to be a catalyst to your encounters. Please are you with me? That is why you cannot stay at home watching internet and say you're having fellowship. It is not like that in the scriptures. We are social beings. We are meant to touch. We are meant to be together. So one of the things about the early church is that they met every now and then to have fellowship. They will pray. They will break bread. Then they will take communion. They meet together. That's how the increase came about. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. So one of the things that happens like this, when we gather like this, you see, not all of us have the opportunity to stand here to hold the microphone. And not everybody has the grace to stand before people and talk. Are you with me? There are people sitting here, if you sit with them to talk, the dimension of wisdom that will come from them to you, you'll be amazed. But if you give them the mic, they can't talk. They don't have that grace yet. They've not been opened up to that dimension yet. But on one-on-one, when you're talking with them, you realize that no, they have so much depth. They have dealings with God that ah, not even your pastor has it. But the, the, the advantage of your pastor is that he, he, he has an office. Uh, the office comes with grace. Amen. <laughs> so it's a, that's why as a pastor, when, when we stand here, it's a privilege to stand before gospel. Remember, in the kingdom of God, we are all kings. We are all kings. So it's by privilege that one king among the kings has the honor of reading the king's notes to the kings. That's preaching. Preaching is simply reading the king's notes to the kings. Announcing to the kings. That's why it is, the Holy Ghost is never happy when we stand here and we talk anyhow to you. He's never happy. The Holy Ghost will never applaud you for insulting his kings. Because they are all kings. He's like the people of God. So as kings, everyone has their different dealings with God. And so that's why ministry is not tied to the pulpit. Because this one, how many hours are we going to be here? 
So if everybody wants to come and preach, then we live here like next year. Praise God. That's why we have fellowship one to another. We sing psalms one to another. Spiritual one to another. Then we are all edified. So it's a one. That is why after church, your conversation should not be an issue that is predominant in church. It should be the word that has been taught. Because there's an understanding that Michael gets from that word. Because when the Holy Ghost speaks to all of us, we all hear at different levels based on our intimacy with him. Are you hearing me at all? Are you with me? There are others that we hear. There are others that when God is speaking like this, in the voice of voices, they could tap about three. One will handle their marriage, will handle their business, handle their health. Maybe you only tapped one. But in conversation with that person, what the person got not get, you can what? Communicate. In other words, it's like being in a class and they were dictating the notes and you were a fast writer. Then your friend comes, ah, Charlie, I didn't get this, but can I fill the blank spaces? That's what conversation of the church should be. To fill in the blank spaces. Are you with me? To fill in the blank, not the time to talk about how pastor's shoe was not shined because I didn't clean it. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I thought when they wear shoes, they have to wear socks. He didn't wear socks. The man has not to dress. Is your concern? <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. There are, there are matters that are important. Every garden of the sin is meant to lift you, edify you. So after church, it's time to compare notes. The notes of what you got in the spirit, not what you wrote in your book. Hallelujah. Praise God. And so you see that the different graces has way it affects us. Praise God. So that the way somebody would dance in church. Oh, you start tapping that dance. Whatever blessing the person will get, I walk in it. Amen and amen. You're not going to be like the wife of David who was murmuring and insulting the man in his heart and then received a curse. You can actually admire somebody's dance in church and receive a blessing. Are you with me? No, somebody, somebody can so dance to the glory of God that you're like, ah, what, oh, what a dance. And God said, because you have acknowledged this person in your heart, you receive a blessing. If somebody could think evil of someone who was giving God praise and receive a curse, why don't I think and admire the grace to dance and receive a blessing? Glory to God. Praise the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. So there are different graces. That's why you must know no man according to the flesh. You make a mistake. That's the mindset of Christ. You know no man according to the flesh. Praise the name of Jesus. Amen. So, greatness is not in, is not in perfume scent. If you go to Igbo land, if you go to the rich guys, their English is not nice. They don't even dress well. But they can buy you, buy your family, buy a land in your hometown. So, it's not all the time that content is seen in packaging. It's not all the time. That's why Paul helps us quickly by the Holy Ghost. Say, no, no man. I can't defend. You don't know who is sitting by you. When you're born, I don't know where he's saying. It's not even looking good. He can buy you. Buy your generation. And there's still be change remaining. <laughs> Hallelujah, Jesus Christ. So there are graces. So tell the person by the side, I am excited sitting by you. I'm, I'm so privileged sitting by you. Say, say to that person, thou catalyst of heaven. <laughs> it's an honor to sit by you. Glory to God. Praise the name of Jesus. So, so this afternoon I was reading and that book became a catalyst for me. The author's 
encounters with God stirred up something in me. It opened up certain channels in my spirit, man, looking at the mind of Christ. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, let's read, let's read um, some two scriptures and then let's begin to talk about it quickly. Now, our theme scripture is in Philippians 2 and verse number 5. Philippians 2 verse 5. Can we have it on the screen so we can all together with Jesus' joy read it? Is that okay? Let's have it in the, in the good, good. You've done well. All right. Can we go together? One, two, three, four, go. One more time. All right. Let's, let's also read um, um, 2 Corinthians chapter number 10 and verse number 4 to verse number 6. Let's go there quickly. Can we have it on the screen so we all read together? Is it okay? Are you here with me? You've not gone home? Praise the name of Jesus. All right. Are we there? Let's take it from verse 3. Sorry to, to, to be pleasant to listen to. One, two, three, four, go. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Continue. Yes, let's go on. Uh-huh. Now hold on. Let's read that portion. Ah, brother. Let's read the bringing part down again. Go again. All right. Let's go to verse 6 now. Hallelujah. All right. Now let's read 1 Corinthians chapter number 2 and verse number 16. 1 Corinthians 2 and the verse number 16. 1 Corinthians 2 and the verse number 16. Praise God. Are we there? Let's go together, people of God. Amen. Read that portion again, but we, one more time. Hallelujah. All right, now let's let's read. Uh, let's go to uh, where's that one again? Thank you, Holy Ghost. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. All right, let's go to Second Corinthians one more time, chapter the number three and the last verse that you can find there. Second uh, Corinthians chapter number three and uh, um, no just a second let me confirm something quickly thank you Lord Jesus amen and amen amen, amen and amen. amen praise the name of Jesus hallelujah okay you let's let's read the, the, the verse number 16 to verse number 18 quickly you ready one, two, three, four, go. Wow. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Um, we'll touch one scripture, but let's, let's begin a conversation in the word of God. Now, something I realize is that it's as if Christianity is said to be mindless. We seem to talk about Christianity as if when you become a Christian, your mind has gone off. That you no longer think. There's no need for thinking. Your mind is, your mind should be unfruitful. 
And so we seem to look at spirituality, you know, in that context. So the world thinks that we, we don't have head. And actually, to some extent, we behave that way. We, we make Christianity look as if it's a mindless work. It's as if that when you become born again, you have become alienated from your mind. It, it, we, we communicate as if that when you become born again, you have suspended your mind. No need for mind again. So you can hear somebody say, oh, I'm not thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm in the spirit. So to us, or most of us, when you say you are in the spirit, it means that you are not sensible again. It means Christianity is without sense. No need for sense. But the key scripture for the man says, let this mind that was in Christ be in you. It means that if Paul is talking about a Christ mind, then it means Christianity includes the mind. Is that okay? Christianity includes the mind. It includes, includes the mind. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, do you remember that when Christ was about to be hung upon the cross, they made some thorns and placed on his head. And then they hit it to enter his head. Praise the name of Jesus. That, that thing Christ did simply meant that God was taking care of any mind issues. That the work of Christ was a total work. So, what Christ was doing upon the cross of Calvary was to make sure that provision has been made for the restoration of man in all his triune nature. Are you with me? So, what Christ did on the cross was not just spiritual. Else he should have died spiritually. But he came in body form. And his body was dealt with. If you remember the teachings we've had on the beast of the cross, especially from Prophet Adam, you know he explained to us about the tale of the cross, the kind of emotional torture that Christ went through. In fact, for the fact that for, for even your, your closest son or friend to betray by a kiss, I mean... That is hard. I mean, some of you have had some stab in your back, some stab. Christ had a blow. A person he worked with. But from the script that God put forth before these events happened, there had to be somebody close to him to do that work. Yes, we can't get the thing done. So Christ knows what it means for a dear friend to stab you at the back. So stop complaining. So when you look at the work of Christ, right from birth, to death and resurrection, you have no excuse whatsoever because he made sure that he created gutters where grace can walk through so that when you get there, you can't say there's no grace for this. So the work of Christ was total. That is why you and I can stand upon God's word and receive healing for our body. Our body. Because what he did also made provisions for our body healing. In the same vein, he made provision for our mind healing. Now, people of God, have you thought about this? That God created everything. And then he called man to give names. And every name that man created. The writer that I read his book says something. He said that God created all things, but man created names. The creation of animals was of God. The creation of names was Adam. And every name he gave, God approved. That is the beauty. For those of you that have done science more, 
I'm sure you have an idea, rough idea, about how many species there are in the world. I have not gone too much research with that, but there are a lot. How could Adam give name to each of them and still remember them? One day I had a meeting with my dad. I didn't write notes. He asked me after some few days. I said, oh, I think I've forgotten. <laughs> Adam, the first man, had a super mind. And I said some the time ago that the creation, every invention of man reduces man's consciousness of their potential. Why am I saying that? For example, we all here, most of us have phones here. As soon as we start calculating figures, you pick your phone and time. Before now, before phone became, you know, you know, something everybody could have, you could use your mind to calculate quickly. But now, how did you do? The invention of man is bringing more comfort to man, at the same time stealing man of his super being, gradually. Are you getting the whole idea and there are some of us here that if you are being sent from here to the allied, you will take Uber. So the potential of man to have strength, to walk distances, is dying. The invention of man, making man more comfortable, is making man lose touch with his potential. Gradually. Now, remember this, that right now, we know about external hard drives. Now, every gadget has a storage device. And if you're someone that loves computers very much, when you're going to buy a computer, there are two things that are very important to you. Yeah, two things are more important. You look at the space and then the ROM. Is that not so? Hallelujah. The processor. Is that not so? Because you could have one terabyte space and then your processor is maybe like uh, 512. You are sure that if you open the file, you have to go buy what you eat and come back before it's open. You are with me. But you can have some gadgets that maybe the, the space is, um, let's say, 500 gig. And then the processor is about, let's say, 24 gigabytes. That's one as you are bringing is opening. When you have copied it, yes, fast, fast. You get the idea. Now, there was a time in, in technology that Gadgets that came, the space was not much. You have to get an external drive and add to it. When the external drive came, they were just in megabytes, these small, small megabytes. Now you have, they have, they have what? They have terabytes. They have two, three, and they have a lot of them there. Now, man in his wisdom has seen that this gadget can't take every information I have, so I need to get something external. People of God, Adam named all the animals in the world. Named all the animals with no external drive. And could remember what their names were. I want to just think small. It is my prayer that after today's service, any one of you that studies academics, there will be a break in your mind from ever. Uh, did you get that? Did you get a prophetic word? In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. It's not by your DNA, your natural. Uh -uh. You belong to a different family now. What operates in you is, is that of Christ. No cause be difficult for you. Amen. Hallelujah to Jesus. That's the kind of man I'm talking about here. Let's, let's still look at Adam. Now look at Adam. He gave names to the fish. All kinds of fish. All kinds of birds. 
gave names to them. <laughs> Number one, every name he gave, God approved. Number two, every name he gave, he remembered. He had a strong memory. Now, look at Jesus. So Adam now fell. I came to realize today that forgetfulness is a product of the fall. So you see that all through the law of Moses, thou shalt not forget the Lord thy God. That means now you have a tendency to forget. But the first man had no tendency to forget anything. He didn't have it. Thou shalt not forget the Lord thy God. Who gave any power to make well? It means you can forget. That's not part of your original makeup. But you all know the people of God that the second Adam is, is too high to be compared to the first Adam. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus Christ. So check out Jesus. Jesus had a memory that was strange. That at the age of 12, doctors could not understand him. Uh, when the devil came to him in chapter 4 of Matthew, he did not say, it is written somewhere. I think it says that, Marshall, your bread alone. He was emphatic, precise, too sure. He knew where the thing was. He had a strange memory. In the life of Christ, you see several times the Pharisees will come with questions. And you know, this, this one there will get him. This one will get him. And the man will just give an answer. And they, they look so foolish. Are you following the will of God? Now, if Jesus Christ, being the second Adam, had a mind that was way greater than that of Adam. And the Bible says that you and I are born into him and we are engrafted into him. Then what means is that if he is the vine and you and I are the branches, then whatever kind of mind he has, provisions are made for us to walk in that same dimension. That's why the apostle did not say, we shall have the mind of Christ. I said, you have the mind of Christ. Are you here? You have the mind of Christ. Humanity says that we've not used any percent of our brain that much, but look at what we've produced. The new creation can use full capacity. Yeah. Are you following the will of God? Yeah. Now, you need to understand this, and this is what we are getting to. That, you know, the provision has been made, but we must walk into it. The fact that you are not walking or experiencing it doesn't exist. It does exist. It exists. Praise the name of Jesus. But you have to walk into it. Now remember, God said to Israel that I've given you the land. I've given you. But it says content and possess. So in Christ Jesus, that mind at that level has been provided. But you must walk into it. Are you getting me? And that's what we're going to learn tonight. How do I walk in that realm? Praise the name of Jesus. For example, Jesus took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. By his stripes we are healed. But why are some still on drugs? Does it mean he didn't do it? He did it. But you must know how to walk into it. You must know how to walk into it. I, I realize that people are more comfortable to learn what they can see and you are in that realm for information i said some time ago but for information 
Every medication you take made by men leaves a side effect. Why don't you labor in God's word and come to the place where that provision made has no side effect? A lady asked me a time ago, she said, ah, she realized that, that after the fall of Adam, that was when women began to labor to give birth. They said, okay, equation two. But Christ took away every care. So, why are we still laboring? That's oh, provision has been made, but you have to walk into it. You can choose to. You can choose to either go and labor or just go and breathe out and give birth. But you have to walk into it. Now, you cannot walk into it without working into it. You must work to walk into it. It's an intentional thing. Praise the name of Jesus. It's an intentional thing. It is possible to drive your whole life to Christ comes and see no accident. It's possible. And you can still choose the, ah, but men, we are used to error. I mean, you, sometimes you are careful, but others are not careful. So they might drive you to. So it's normal. So we shouldn't be hard on ourselves, you know. That mindset, you'll soon have an accident. Do you know there are angels working for us? Do you know that? But have you realized that this provision made is not experienced until you know and you walk into it? Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is possible to understand the music of angels to the point that you don't need a dog in your house and no thief will enter the house. But you must know it. Work and walk into it. I have the mind of Christ. 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 Obiam boyo. Obiam boye. I mean, my own is not school. See, see, go to school, eh? excel, and leave it because that's not what you want. Not because it's hard. You understand me? Even the book of the eternal God, you understand how much more dead men's bring. Praise the name of Jesus. Is somebody mind receiving a shift here? Oh, you, you said you won't do master's degree. You will do it. And you do a PhD. When you are finished, you package and put it somewhere else. And take the Bible. Are you with me? Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. I know of a man of God who says that when he feels bored, then he does a course. So I think now he's on his third PhD. And he's just about 43 years old. When he's bored, he takes a course. And you know Small course, what they do? You don't even come to church. What are you preparing for exams? Shame on you. That thing really amazes me. It was not that, see, you are not reading. Reading was not your lifestyle. You were waiting. Last minute, you don't now study. You come to church, say, I was writing exams. So if Christ has come today, will you tell her, wait, I'm writing exams? Whatever you can't tell Christ at the rapture, don't say it in your daily life. Praise the name of Jesus. Say, I have the mind of Christ. Oh, come on, I have the mind of Christ. This is something about church you must know. This, this in church, in church, we shape you. We make you realize who you truly are in Christ. Spirituality is not an unproductive lifestyle. Christianity does not make us mindless. I looked through scriptures now. Who was a fool who followed Christ? Who was a fool who followed God? 
No. They were all sharp. Praise God. Bishop told us when he was in school in Legon, he wasn't a Christian. He wrote his project while on campaign. In the car, he's writing his project. And still scored You have sat down in the library, read all the books. You've typed and typed and typed, and yet you speak in tongues. And even defense, you were shaking. No, please get open your heart and take what I'm telling you. Please take it. Are you with me? Open your heart and what? Let it enter into you. Praise God. <laughs> I'm someone who intellectually got built up by spirituality. I'm telling you. I'm not like you. I was not like you. You who don't read. It is so fine. I, I used so see some of the things I share. I'm not preaching from book. It's what I am doing. Do you get my point? Are you with me? If I read five books and I stand here, I'll speak about the five books without you knowing. I saw how Christ took my mind, shaped it. Very soon, you come for five graduates from me. Not in theology. I'm going to go to other courses. Read it. Put the paper down. Read it. Put it just to disgrace the devil. That's all I want to do. Do you get the point? Do you get the point? Yeah. We we'll learn not because that will take our, check our status. No, it's, it's for some reasons just to read and put it down. Thank you. Hallelujah to Jesus. I, I wasn't that smart. I'm telling the truth. I struggled in maths, but SHS. I took my Bible. I said nonsense. Eh-eh, nonsense. I took Ephesians by one. I read it, pray, and I picked my books. And that story changed. It got a time in examination where I see my books. See somebody scrolling, I'm reading, I'm writing. That's how she has became. And my wife would tell you, there are times that my brain works like a camera. I didn't have it. It was the word. I have the mind of Christ. 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 Now, Look at this will of God. Hear me carefully. When you became born again, your spirit man received the life of God. But as I said the last time, and I just demonstrated here, that life in your spirit must be administered to your mind. Else your body will not see it. People of God, the mind is so powerful. <laughs> no, it's, it's serious. Oh. How that you can say, eh, and someone will come and say, you said, uh, uh, uh. It's amazing. And create problems. It's mind. As I'm talking now, you're all nodding your head. Some of you are hearing different things. Oh no, it's the truth. The ability to hear a word and interpret exactly what the communicator is saying. It's a renewed mind that can do that. That someone will say you are a fool. And what you are here is not a fool. You are a fool. And it, it affects how you respond to the person. It's a mind thing. Your tongues are heavy. Praise God. But the life that you've been through has, has made your mind. Your mind needs, needs life. 
Your mind needs life. Your mind, it needs life. The Holy Ghost has been trying his best. But it's not easy for him. <laughs> so, Paul says, let's let's allow give way. Are you with me? It's so powerful. That how that you can be there. You don't wish evil for anybody, but they say you are a bad man. That you think evil, you what you need there. And then you wonder who whose profile is that says you. It's a person's unregenerated mind that creates that. I told one of our dear ones, I said, please, when you are giving reported speech, be careful. Make sure your tone is not expressing how you how you understand what you heard. Because you create strife. Are you with the people of God? Sometimes, Pastor Stanley has said something. Pastor David come to tell me. Based on whatever he thinks of this man, or whatever he feels about this man, is from that place you communicate to me. Then I will now deal with him based on what I heard from him. If I have not worked on my mind and understand that I must see he as a person from the information and see this man as he is, we will fight. That's how most of you are in the church. Not just in this church. Tables are shaking. The mind is so powerful. Now, if the mind, no, let me remind this story again. How can you go and see giants? They didn't talk to you. They didn't attack you. They came to report. Uh, Sir, the land is good. I mean, as exactly as God said it, He didn't lie to us. It was very. But we saw giants in the land, and we were like grasshoppers in our own eyes. So, not that the giants say, hey, you guys are grasshoppers. So we, from the way we look at things, we were like grasshoppers in our own eyes. <laughs> Some of you are walking in inferiority complex. Not because anybody's looking down on you. You are the one looking down on yourself. We don't have time for you. looking down on you. think we have time. Why waste your time like that? <laughs> so you're looking at looking down, looking at why? Do I have time? We are walking now. We can't stand and look down. We are we are we are looking onto Jesus. <laughs> That's what we are looking. We're not looking down. Wake up from that place. It's a mind, the mind, the mind, the mind, the mind, the mind. You see how the word is coming right now? Some of you are writing notes, you are seeing you're excited about it. But you wonder why by by Saturday. You don't remember anything I said. Is, do you know why? Pastor Dave. You know the devil knows that if the believers can understand where their mind works from. They walk in liberty. Now what the devil did in the garden of Eden. Was not attack the spirit of man. It was his mind. You understand? Okay. He said. If you eat this thing. You talk to him. Just talk. If you eat this thing be sharp like God. Number two, he made the woman understand that there's something God is still hiding. There's a mystery that God has kept from them. He engages her mind. He en- How do I know? Because even the way does he engage Christ's mind. So the thief cometh not but to steal, to kill and destroy. It's actually your mind. 
so the word is coming it's so fresh you're so excited the seed of the word is being dropped there the devil's not in this service that's all you have to know he's not here from the list we have that was submitted to me by the angels in this meeting is Jesus Christ the middle of the new covenant the blood angels spirit of judgment made perfect there's no demon here in case you're a demon you have not entered if all you entered you drop the garment at the black gate you understand what I'm saying so when we close you go and wear and go but here part here we have we are not praying against any demon I said mm -mm, there's no demon here hello good now let me show you where the demons are so as the word has come you are so excited you are so, you are so happy the word has come it's a seed Jesus says the seed is coming to your heart <laughs> praise God first step one to steal for the service there's what it be a conversation with you that is not the word but it's a conversation that brings grief that brings is gossip that's the process he has started stealing the word so after that conversation about 40 percent of the word received has gone let me go out there say no what I'm saying is practical it's not practical to you hello then, <laughs> by the time you get home tonight, you put a series to watch. Or in the car. Or you start watching a Nigerian movie you like. Then, by the time you are done watching before you sleep, under 40% is gone. So, by afternoon tomorrow, there's nothing remaining. Now, since there's nothing in your mind, how can you walk in what you had? Application is not possible if there's no remembrance. Now, I was, when I was studying, I wrote a, a quote, I wrote something down. I was just thinking, I wrote it down. Now, the gateway to the mind is the eyes and the ears. Do you understand that? that how does information get to your mind? It's through your eyes, what you see, and what you hear. Let's use just that too. So, the eyes and the ears are the gateway to the mind. And the mind is the gateway to the heart. And the heart is the gateway to the act. Do you understand? The mind, the gateway to the mind is what? The eyes and the ears. Hello? Kevin, are you here? Are you hearing it? So, what you see informs the content in your brains, in your mind. What you hear. Okay? Oh, is it okay? So, the eyes and the ears are gateways to the mind. Okay? Now, the mind is the gateway to the heart. Because what is not in the head cannot enter the heart. Hello? Now, when it enters the heart, the Bible says, for out of the abundance of the heart, there will be an action. So, the gateway to action is the heart. Thy word have I hid in my heart. I may not sin against you. But how did it get into my heart? This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. Why? Because when it's on your mouth, your ears will hear. For faith cometh by hearing and hearing. You understand? So if, if it's on my mouth, then my ears will hear. If my ears hear, then I will think. For as a man thinketh, so is he. Now, consistent meditation allows the word to distill to the heart. Oh, are you here? 
There's a, there's a scripture, I think it's in Psalms or Jeremiah. It's called, please help me out. It says that while I mused, the fire burnt. While I was thinking, the fire burnt. The difference between worry and meditation is content. What you are thinking on is a reason for worry or meditation. Do you understand me? Are you following? Why, why are you worried? So, hmm. That's what starts first. Why are you worried? Hmm. Uh, you look very sad. Hmm. Now, nobody has used a cane on you. Mike, nobody has flogged you. Nobody has hit you. But your demeanor, you're downcasted. You're not, you, you're not excited. You are moody. But nobody has touched you. It's just thoughts in your mind that you have magnified above God that are so powerful that you cannot even eat. Why are you not eating? She broke my heart. But see, the heartbreak was just for a few minutes, but the meditation, what's the meditation now? What you spent on her? How that you gave her everything? So it's the meditation, you see? So in this case, because the content is not the word of God, it's not meditation, it's worrying. Then you realize that you are doing that. You lose appetite. For lack of appetite, my people do not eat. <laughs> are you with me? So now there's no eating. What happens? Your body becomes weak. The, the longer you are in that situation, you have to change your clothes. Because now your waist is very small. And there's, there's nothing in here that excites you. Praise God. Now how do I meditate? Change the content. Are you with me? Haven't you realized that since Papa has been about meditation, you've never meditated? Is the devil attacking you? Because he knows that as soon as you meditate, you intermingle with truth. When truth comes, there's freedom. So you don't you see you don't have time to meditate. Have you thought about it? No, when last did you ever sit down and say you're thinking on God's word? As of now we are talking, you have succeeded, you read small because I gave you a table. So you don't feel like pastor is, I'm not hearing pastor, so you are reading. But the reading is not enough. You have to meditate. Oh, are you here with me? Are you following the will of God? Are you here with me? Amen. 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 My heart grew hot within me while I meditated. The fire burned, then I spoke with my tongue. <laughs> One time the bishop told us how he's speaking in tongues. Now you meditate when the thing blow up, then he starts speaking in tongues. It gets utterance. The spirit gives utterance. One time, one great man of God was sick. He was paralyzed. He couldn't talk. He said in his head, if only my mouth can open. It's my mouth I'm waiting for. I was just lying down there. Then one day, the, 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 the sickness of the paralysis left her and then the mouth here opened. Ah! By the time he spoke, he got up. The mouth. The mouth. The mouth. You see, you don't like talking, you don't like thinking. When you are talking to, it's not what is, what is important. When you are thinking to, it's, it's nonsense. Those two organs... That you are not using well is the reason that though you are in Christ, you have crisis. No, are you getting my point here? 
you are not talking the right thing and not thinking the right thing. So your life cannot be right. For with the heart we believe for the righteousness. And with the mouth confess me salvation. So if the heart is not thinking right, you won't talk right. You don't talk right, you won't live right. Are you here with me? Let this mind that is in Christ be in you. People of God, if the mind is not quickly attended to, things will not change. Are you following, people of God? So the life on the inside must come out by first subjecting the mind to your spirit. Now, are you here? The scripture we read, give us that scripture. Um, I'm almost done. Let me wrap up quickly. Um, 2 Corinthians 10. Give us, give us that scripture quickly. Are we, are we, get that scripture for me quickly. Speaking tongues for just a minute, everybody. Tell the Lord that please let this thing settle in my spirit, man. There's a liberty that I must walk in. And to come by revelation, to come by understanding. I, I need that revelation now. Yes, let, let it let it settle in my spirit. Come on. Hallelujah. Now he says that give us a verse number four. Quickly. Let's round up here. Verse number four. Okay, verse number five. Now it says that casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself. Against knowledge of God. Now look at this part. It's so important. Bringing every thought into what? Captivity. To the obedience of who? Christ. Bringing. Bringing. It's, it's by force. You're bringing every thought into captivity. To the obedience of Christ. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. Now. When we become born again. The Bible says that we become one with the spirit. And the Bible says the Lord is that spirit. Praise the name of Jesus. So where that, where that Christ dwells? Christ dwells in our spirit. It is not, it is in our spirit. Praise the name of Jesus. And so if Christ dwells in our spirit, it means that our spirit and Christ have become one. So you have to bring your thoughts to the subjection of your spirit, which is the carrier of the life of God. Now, how do you do that? Practically. Practically. Practically, you must bring your memory into a place where it is become a captive of scriptures. As simple as that. That's where it starts from. All right. What makes a footballer? What makes a footballer? One who has dedicated his life to football. How many of you can play ball? You can play. Like the football, you can play it. You can kick it. You have played. Are you a footballer? Praise God. Some of you have, have the, the structure of a footballer. But uh, we know that this only happens in the realms of the spirit. <laughs> Praise God. You look it, but you're not it. When you ask them, they say, oh, I used to. I used to play. Pa. 
Amen. Pastor Richard says that one who has dedicated his life to fellowship with the ball using his feet. Constant communion with the ball, with his feet, his foot, with the ball. They become one footballer. Do you understand? You understand? Okay. So somebody is a medical doctor. <laughs> Hallelujah. One who has dedicated his life forsaking all other things and has become one <laughs> with anything that will bring comfort to man in the area of health. It means the person, why his colleagues have graduated after three years or four years, he's still in school. Memorizing every principle because it's a life matter. You can't experiment their lives. You open the verse, I'm, I'm now trying to. You have to do it well. Hello, are you with me? Are you with me? So any person that comes to a point where he or she is named after the profession that he's in, it means that person by sacrifice and dedication, dedic you know, gave themselves wholly to that particular thing. So they become professionals in it. They don't just profess it. They are it. Do you get the point? They become one. So, your spirit is one with Christ by that supernatural work on the cross of Calvary. Now, by your agreement to the Holy Ghost, you must bring your mind to be one with your spirit. But you cannot do that if you don't subject your mind to scriptures. You know, um, also broke made a statement that he, he said when he was in school, he was very, very, it was terrible. He didn't know anything. <laughs> so he decided that he's going to read the Bible four times in a year. In six months. The whole Bible four times in six months. He moved to first class in school. He sat on the Bible four times in six months. He moved to first class in school. Iron sharpened iron. The God of super brain, you can't be rubbing your head on him and you'll be dull. Are you with me? Praise God. Are you with me? Deliberately. I told the last time that when I gave you that, I talked about that article. So from that time, there's a Bible in my washroom. There's a Bible around my bed. So when I'm, I'm about to do anything, I check them. I say, what can I finish in this short time? And I pick and read. I pick and read. Pick and read. I pick and read. As you are doing that, you are subjecting. So when temptation comes to you, naturally, you have so stuffed your mind with the word that would distill to your heart. Remember I said that the ears and the eyes are the gateway to where? Hey. The ears and the heart are what gateways were, and your mind is the gateway to where, and the heart is the gateway to where. Can we try it again? The ear and the eyes are what gateways to where, and the mind is the gateway to where, and the heart to where. So if there's 
nothing entering the mind. Will anything enter the heart? If there's nothing in the heart, what will change? What, will, the, will the action change? So a change action is because of a change heart, which is because of a change mind, which is because of a change source of information. Do you understand? Do you understand? Is, is it okay? So maybe you are here, you said, Pastor, I, I know what Christ did. I don't wear glasses again. Good, you've tried. Uh, that is an immature step. What led to that confession? Is it because of what somebody said? Okay, fine. Now you are aware that Christ worked on the ice. Okay. So how then do I come to that place fully? The gateways must have worked on. I must focus on what Christ did. Meditate on it. Eyes. Ears. I see. I say it. I see. I say it. It affects my mind. My mind. My mind processes through meditation. Boom. To the heart. Oh, life will come forth. There will be a connection between my eyes now and my spirit that carries power. Are you getting the point? So the, the anointing that is in my spirit, the power of God in my spirit will not affect my eyes. The eyes will clear. <laughs> Do you get the whole idea? Hallelujah to Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. You have a medical condition. Maybe they said you have ulcer. Is there any provision for ulcer? Check out the gateways. My eyes, my ears, my eyes, my ears. Focus on the word. See it, say it, I hear it. My mind is thinking on that beautiful possibility. As I meditate, soon enters my heart, enters my heart. Cash, I speak forth, and creation begins. I get the whole idea here. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. Say with me, I have the mind of Christ. Shall I have the mind of Christ? Shall I have the mind of Christ? Rise to your feet. Say, I have the mind of Christ. I have the mind of Christ. I have the mind of Christ. Say it again. I have the mind of Christ. Repetitions of meditation. I have the mind of Christ. Say it again. Say it ten times. Say it ten times. Just keep saying it. Say it again. Say it again. You are not wasting time. You are not wasting time. You are not. The gateways have been put to work. I have the mind of Christ. 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 Nothing is difficult for me. I have the mind of Christ. I have the mind of Christ. I have the mind of Christ. Glory to God. Give me 1 Corinthians 1 verse 30. Oh, what a blessing. Are you blessed tonight? What have you received? What is that one thing you remember when you leave service today? Tell your neighbor quickly in one minute. Quickly. Quickly. What the person say? He has the mind of Christ. Okay. Now, I, I, will, I will desire that everybody remember this. My eyes, my ears are gateways to my mind. My mind, gateway to my heart. My heart, gateway to action. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. How are you having that feelings for that sister? Is that movie you watch? It's not love. You don't have any love here. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. When you watch it, the brother was thinking of the sister. I said, ah, 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 no, 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 no. The sister you saw in church, say you like. She looks like a movie. You love that lady in the movie. 
You don't love her. Check your gateways. Now look at this. But of him you are in Christ Jesus. Who became for us, what's that word? Wisdom. From God. And what? Righteousness. And what? Sanctification. And what? Redemption. Christ has made wisdom unto us. My basic knowledge of wisdom says is the right application of what? Knowledge. But how can you apply what you don't remember? The Holy Ghost says you remind God. Jesus said, the Holy Ghost will remind you of the things he has told you. Lift up your hands and say, Holy Spirit, remind me the word. Remind me. May I treasure the word of God more than anything. In the name of Jesus, pray that prayer. Oh, we'll begin a new exercise from today. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Are you a failure? Are you a failure? Are you a failure? Are you a failure? Are you a success? Are you a success? Are you a success? Are you advancing? Are you sick? Are you sick? Are you sick? Are you healthy? Are you anointed? Are you anointed? Are you a soul dealer? God bless you for listening to this message. You can also enjoy our messages on Anchor, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and all other podcast platforms. Visit us at Dominion Chapel International, the special place near the XGI building, Shashi, Accra. Do remember to subscribe to this podcast to receive more life-impacting teachings by our seasoned ministers of the gospel every single week. You can also follow DCI, the special place, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Always remember that God loves you.